Saturday has become like a music day for me. Like I'll either be playing music or I was going to tell you yesterday I started like trying to teach myself how to DJ. Um, <laughs> I downloaded like this program on my laptop. I didn't buy the turntables yet because I'm like, let me learn what everything on the table means and how to like blend first before I go pay some money to do that because the program was free. And bro, I didn't realize how hard it is to mix songs like seamlessly. You know what I'm saying? Like to mix them. And like, you know how you be on TikTok or you be on social media and you see the people like they have some crazy, some crazy mix with a mix like Betty Wap or something. Like that's not, it's not easy to do it like to the point where it's like you can't, it's not blending together horribly. I was doing that for like two and a half hours yesterday, bro. I could not get it. I could not get it. I could get, all I could do was transition the end of one song into the beginning of the next. I couldn't do nothing crazy. I tried to blend uh, the new Chris Brown song, The Nightmares, with Taliban's, and it sounded so trash, bro. It was so bad. It's it's our art, bro. Like I feel like when I saw Fred again at Lala last year, he was sitting there kind of like doing his set, and that made me go look at his boiler room set from that was like a year prior and like the way he would sit there and get from song to song be able to mix like he mixed uh what song is that i can't even remember i think it's baby by uh little baby and the baby but that's that's too much and one thing but they he mixed that over like an edm song and then he'll do like he did like future he did future over edm song or something like that and i just feel like it's really hard bro like it's a lot harder than it looks it's a lot harder than it seems but i feel like that would be like a good content piece just to sit there you learn how to like blend and shit like that right i did it on, i was on live doing it for a bit it was kind of crazy but it was like it's just the thing of like you got two beats going at the same time at different tempos at different like that was just it was just a lot bro but i do think uh something i did learn on a youtube video was that a lot of the festival djs are coming with pre-recorded sets yeah yeah, which is which true. which to me that that kind of ruins it it's like bro you're not really djing you're making a playlist at home you come in and then you just got the laptop here and you just fake pressing <laughs> buttons and you go up. <laughs> like bro fuck that that's not uh, that's not really djing i mean i feel like i would go to um i went to a speakeasy in chicago like before i left with some of my friends and i was sitting there like i could tell this dude isn't sitting here mixing it by himself like he was he was really he had his sunglasses on he was sitting there doing a little head bob you know but i was like i could tell this is not like his mix he sat he sat there and mixed it before he got here or something like that but yeah, i feel like that's more common than people think yeah i'm gonna once i get there's one mix i'm not gonna say it until i could do it but there's one with jay huss that once i get it i'm gonna see if i could do it to intro the pile one day once i okay. get it okay all right I got a song for you today, though. Something I had to go back to. I found it the other day. You know this deep talk about as deep can get. Been on my mind this past week. I couldn't sleep for shit. Your ancestors got you on that evil shit Fuck the cops we caught on cam and every other piece of shit Demons sit inside your heart, common sense don't seem to get Make a movie off my life before you even read the script Seen them flip cause we tired of seeing what we seen and shit Black lives matter for only labels and teams you pick Your dream and shit, what they tell you when they know a king exists Treat us like we dogs or less, remember what we seen with Vic? My mama said it changed my mindset, don't let them change your soul I said I won't, fucking cowards, pirates and my brain is gold yeah. I love that song. I forgot it even existed. Had you heard that before? I forgot the artist's name, but Miss Out always comes up whenever I go through my like song. That's why I never like unlike songs that are older. That's why my like song is so long. Yeah. That was uh Just Just For You by GQ. Yeah, um yeah. he's one of those there's a couple artists, bro, who like release like fire and you can tell like they're not they're not big enough that they can be full-time artists yet, so the art suffers. So it's like a thing of like they got other jobs and they're doing a bunch of other things and they can't just focus on the music or they don't want to just focus on the music because they got bills, they got other responsibilities and stuff like that. Because he doesn't have a lot of music. I don't think he's released anything since that project. 
which is surprising to me because that project was crazy. Yeah, I, I do remember when you showed me that for the first time, and I was like, that was just one of them like gems you find, and they just disappear. Like I feel like I have a bunch of those in my phone where it's just like you had one really good album or you had a good EP, good song, and then now I don't hear anything from you. Like, right, but. This is episode 31 of the Rhythm and Rhymes podcast. I'm your host, AJ Hughes, and I'm here with my co-host, Antonio. How's it going? How was your week? What'd you do? What was interesting that you did this week, bro? What, what was going on? Um, Something interesting? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the fair was out here this weekend um, for the past two weeks, actually. It's like kind of like a little carnival type thing, and like some of my friends, we went to that because... Um, one of the girls we hang out with, it was her birthday, and she didn't get to go last year, and she wanted to go this year. But um, we were sitting there talking to some of the like the vendors, like about how much it costs to get like one of the booths out there, or one of the um, like one of the games, and like how much it, how long it takes them to really get a return on investment in that. And I just thought it was interesting, like the people I've been surrounded with at Fam are thinking in similar ways to me to where they want to make money for themselves and they're focused on like the business side of things when just how they look at stuff like it was kind of crazy to me how my roommate motion as soon as we got there he started he tabbed jt and he was like how much do you think this guy makes off this game when he started seeing him pull out all this money and i was like like it, I, that was something crazy that happened to me this week but kind of just had classes okay. was working on some content but that's smooth. That's smooth. That's dope. The fair is it better than? Uh, did you think it was better than Prairie Fest? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it, it's almost like a traveling carnival, bro. Like they all have the okay. same exact rides. I just feel like some of them get the bigger rides. Like you'll see, like the freak out, or like I don't know what that one is called. That like spins and like you're kind of locked in the thing. I've never gotten on that ride. I refuse to get don't. on that ride. I want to don't. Go, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, don't. I don't know. I feel like it, it was bigger than Prairie Fest for sure. Like they had more rides, but I mean, I don't know. I miss back home. So Prairie Fest, I'll be back next year. I'll be back next year. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I I was, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see like when you go back for a bit, what you really think. Cause like, I was thinking about this the other day when I was talking to auntie, like I missed, I missed being home so much my freshman year, like my first year being away. And then I went home and realized that like, it's just not the same. It's just it's it's not the same in the and I don't know like your friends it might be different but my friends weren't my friends weren't back home my friends were in other places and so it became a thing of like once I realized that it was more of like just making the effort to go be with to go hang out with my friends somewhere you know what I'm saying whether we going to LA or DC or Vegas or whatever like making an effort for us to like go link up and go do something because when I went back, I remember I went back home a couple times. It was a couple times that shit hit me. Like I remember uh, before I moved down here, when I was, I think I told you this, but I was by uh, OE and I made that right at the stop sign at Wolf's Crossing. And I was like, bro, how many times have I made this turn? I was like, bro, I made this turn at least a thousand times. At least. It had to be a thousand times. And I'm like, bro, like there's really, it's really the same. Like nothing really changes. You know what I mean? But I do understand the fact of like, you're just so used to like it being a certain way and you certain people being around, you know, and the heat. I know you don't, you don't really like the heat too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I got used to the heat. Like now when it gets a little cold, I'll be feeling like that to where I'm like, man, I'm, I don't miss Chicago. Like I don't miss that. Yeah. But I think it is more so the people. And I feel like me and my friends were talking about how like this summer, at least is probably going to be one of the first summers where we're all not in Chicago working or where we have internships in Chicago where people are going to be taking stuff in Dallas and Boston and maybe here in Florida. But I think it's definitely more so the people family wise. I definitely miss like mom, grandma, like I miss everybody, but I would say it's more so the people. I think I got tired of the area. Like as I got more into college, cause I'm like, bro, I've been here my whole life. I want to see something different. I want to live somewhere different. I want the right. independence part of it, but also that. And I would say the last thing, home cooked meals. I miss coming home and not all the times, but sometimes mom would be sitting there whipping, making something crazy. And you know, I would just say it's those things more so than like actual home. I do hear that. I do hear that. I did miss that. Even when I moved in with dad, like Noy could cook, but she doesn't, Noy can cook. But she doesn't cook it. Like, if she don't feel like cooking, she ain't gonna cook. And I feel like mom was, that was something that we took for granted. Mom cooked way more than most people cook. 
way more yeah. than most people cook. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not. I'm not saying I. I don't know if Noi will watch this. Noi can cook. It was just the frequency. Yeah, bro. But like, even now when I be sitting there cooking, sometimes it's like the whole task of cooking takes way yeah. longer than I I thought it did, bro. Like I'm sitting there, like, man, I can see how a person wouldn't want to do this every single day because I got to. How there, you gotta... be mad? And how you be mad if the chicken not out of the freezer when you get home? Then <laughs> you can see how that be because that's a whole task. Just thawing yeah. the chicken. Yeah. This week I did. I did a decent amount. I just dealt with some work stuff, bro. Updated my resume. Shout out Chat GPT. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know how useful that is in that in that task. I reached out to some more people. I just did a, honestly a lot of just like boring work, if I'm being honest. But yesterday, I last night I watched Can't Fog No. They they live streamed it on on Amazon, and it actually was interesting because I missed Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator didn't headline the event last night. It was a uh, the hillbillies. It was Kendrick and Baby mm-hmm. Keem, but I ended up getting on there like right as this group uh, came on. I sent you a song by them last night. They're called here. Let me find the name. They're called uh, Fuerza Regida. They're like a Mexican. I think they're like a band. It's like a couple dudes, but it reminded me of, like the music. I don't know, but like that Mexican aspect of like home. I missed it. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to them perform. Like the music is so authentically Mexican, but they looked like rock stars out there. They're like dressed like rappers and stuff with the gold, like the gold teeth and the grills and the chains and like the baggy clothes. I was like, bro, this is so like it's so authentically Mexican, but it's like almost hip hop inspired in the same way. But those dudes are fire. And the song I sent you last night, Harley Quinn, they performed that. And it was in LA. So everybody was singing it word for word. And to watch that, it was pretty cool. And then after them, and I was hesitant to watch it this way, but after them was the clips. And I'm like, bro, that's such a weird transition of people. Like, but everybody in the crowd seemed to be like vibing to it and enjoying it as much as you could. Cause that also made me realize like how how um not all hip hop is made for festival stages or it doesn't necessarily like it doesn't fit within a certain aspect, but they did a good job. You know what I'm saying? And everybody in the crowd seemed to appreciate that it was the clips. I watched them perform grinding. That was dope. Um, but they didn't have, uh, they didn't live stream the Hillbillies performance. And I, I don't know why. When I, when I went online, I didn't see many videos of it. I only saw the video of their song together. But I wonder if they have new music or something like that. Because I didn't see any video from it. But I think I'm gonna watch some today. I definitely I'm gonna check out that group. I would say I miss that aspect of home to the like the Mexican when you go to the Mexican parties, you hear the authentic Mexican music. And even like I saw this guy named Ivan uh Cornejo. I think he has a couple of songs with Archangel, Placeo Puma, but he's super like I'm gonna bring my entire like almost his mariachi band around him, yeah. everybody with the live instruments and like that was a real cool experience at Lala. But I really wanna get out to Camp Flog now next year. Like this is like on my bucket list for next year is get to camp vlog now because it's always like they have such a variety of artists and i feel like it's just somewhere i gotta be i, I wish i would have known the live stream was going on though i definitely would have watched it but also some on the clips i feel like they're like an underrated um live performance group because I feel like, and even Pusha T, because I feel like Pusha T headlined, I keep going back to La La, but Pusha T headlined La La last year, and I missed that set, but I could hear his set all the way and everybody singing his songs from the other bigger stage. And I was sitting there like thinking about it, like, and there was people coming back from Pusha T, and he had like just as many fans as I don't even remember what artist I was watching, but he had just as many fans as that artist. And even watching some of the video I had from the Hyde Park Music Festival, like everybody really was messing with the clips. But I just feel like I feel like their catalog isn't as extensive or I'm just not yeah. versed on it. I don't know. It's not it's not as long as say like an outcast. I'm just comparing them because they're another duo. But it is there are songs in there that you like, you know, like in hip hop sets, you're like, oh, I've heard that before, and you just didn't put two and two together. There's a ton of them. Um, but I do think I, I agree with you. I do think they're underrated in that, but I think people forget like what MC, MC started as. It was master of ceremonies. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. state crowd control, stage control. Like that's where rapping completely stemmed from in, in the new era, like in the last 50 years. That's where it came from. So like if you can't do that, can you really call yourself an MC? Like MC and rapper aren't the same thing anymore. And I think mm-hmm. those two are like MC in every every 
meaning of the word or the term. They're MCs for real. So I definitely want to see them too. If we can get to Camp Fogno next year, we got a lot like we got a long bucket list of places we're trying to go. I'm not gonna lie. We got a long bucket list. Yeah, no, it's it's been on there though. Like as soon as he dropped the first one, I was like, This is crazy. Like his first lineup, I remember when he had like Frank Ocean on it, and that year they brought out Drake. And did did you see that video of him um talking about how they brought out Drake and they booed him like while he was performing? Yeah. Yeah, bro, that, was, that was funny. Bro. That was funny. Yeah, it was. I mean, but that just goes to show you, like that. And when I was thinking, when I was watching the transition from that group to the clips, I was like, for those people to be able to appreciate both, says something about the crowd in itself, like the type of crowd that Tyler has curated. You know what I'm saying? And only that's like to hear them say they booed Drake. It's like only a Tyler the Creator crowd is going to do that, which is so funny. But. Yeah, it was definitely something that it looked like a spectacle. And I'm gonna check some out today. I know Scissor's headlining today. Uh DJ cool. Spinal is he's early. I think he's like three or something like that. So I'm gonna check that out after this. Yeah, I definitely am gonna I'll try to catch that scissor set for sure. I'm so mad I didn't get to see Scissor on the tour, bro. Like Yeah, I'm was... thinking about the next I'm trying to figure out what concert. I'm I'm debating my uh, on my birthday, Mike Towers performs in Orlando. So I'm thinking about going there. Or the day before my birthday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, uh, Doja Cat, Ice Spice, and... Oh, Ice Spice was at Camp Fogno yesterday, but Doja Cat, Ice Spice, and Dochi perform in Tampa the day before my birthday. So I'm debating. I'm debating like which one I'm going to do, because I'm staying out here for my birthday. So I'm like, maybe I'll fuck around. Orlando seemed more like, not realistic, but it's closer. But we'll see. I got to check Dick Rice's. I, I definitely hit that Mike Towers, bro. I feel like you're gonna be able to catch Doja again. Probably, Towers, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's this festival in Mexico City that same weekend mm-hmm. where it's like a ton of people down there, a ton of reggaeton acts, and I want to see Mexico. Mexico City is on my. It's been added to my travel list for a couple of reasons. One, it has one of the largest group of expat black Americans in the world. Expat black Americans are just black Americans who have just, they've left and decided to live somewhere else. But I want to see some of those communities. Like there's one in Mexico City, there's one in Panama City. There's a couple other ones, but I want to see Mexico City for sure. But Mike Towers, that's, that's a whole tangent, but Mike Towers, yeah, I might go see him. Do we care about the Grammys? Do we care about, do you care about the Grammys? Do we care about the Grammys? I got a couple things to say, but do you care? Not anymore. I used to, it used to be a thing, but when people started like peeing on their Grammys and eating out of their Grammys and people stopped showing up to the Grammys. I was like, clearly the artists don't even care. So why is this something I'm going to put into like how good an artist actually is? Because there's a bunch of artists who haven't gotten Grammys yet. And there's a bunch right. of people who have who didn't deserve them. Like, how did Macklemore get a Grammy before Nas? If you could tell me Macklemore deserved a Grammy before Nas, then you could tell me that the Grammys matter. But I don't think they have as much credence as they used to, you know? I agree with you. I agree with you. I just have a couple things to say as a music fan because I got to get at whoever's on the. I got to get at them just for like the complete oversight. You know what I'm saying? One, I just want to rock is not a rap song. I just want to rock is not a rap song. So for it to be uh, nominated for best rap song, feels like it feels like complete oversight. So I have to say that. Can I can I stop you? I will stop you with each point. So what what would you consider? I just want to rock to be then because even when I was listening, we're gonna get into Lola Burke's project. She had a song on there that was with this same cadence, and this has been a thing in rap. And even Bad Bunny used this in one of his singles before his last album, right? So what would you consider this type of music to be then? Because this is where rap has been going for the past at least six months. It's Jersey Jersey Club. It's Jersey Club. It's the type of house music. Okay. It's a type of house music, Jersey Club. And that's why when we when we were first got on the pod, one of the topics I brought up was the difference between hip hop and rap. And this is part of the reason why I said the difference between hip hop and rap is important, right? Because you can rap over a dancehall beat. You can rap over a reggaeton beat. You can rap over a Jersey Club record. You know what I'm saying? But rap you know what I'm saying? Rap is synonymous with hip hop, but it's not hip hop. But they're not the same thing. They're different. You know what I'm saying? Rap is like singing. Like that's what I used to say all the time. Whereas like, like this is not a I guess this is not a hip hop record. You could say it's a rap record, I guess. But I don't know. Like to 
they're they're using rap as synonymous with hip hop, which is why I have a problem with it being in the category. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a house record. I think it's a house record, Jersey Club. That's what I would say. I mean, I just think like because the music of I mean the sound of rap has shifted to uh untraditional to where hip hop, I guess, was or where hip hop stemmed right. from, what would you consider to be like a a rap song at this point because they sound a lot yeah. different than they used to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I guess, I guess for where we're at, you could throw it in there. But I just, for me, like, for you to consider that as a rap record and not put in my next gripe is that Gunna wasn't in. Gunna wasn't nominated. Fuck you, mean should have been. I think if we're gonna give anything rap song of the year, I'm giving that rap song of the year. I would give that rap song of the year before I just want to rock for sure. Cause hearing both out, like they both kind of got the same, like, like, you know, crowd reaction, but I definitely think that everybody was still sleeping on Gunna from the, him not having no label support, him not having just like community. It seemed like community support until you saw him go to New York and LA and sell out them shows. And everybody was singing his songs word for word. And his album was actually selling. Well, I just think people are still hating on Gunna and, people didn't give his album the real listen that they should have because it wasn't just that fuck you mean song like there's albums on there i mean songs on there with real sus oh my god substance and like depth like that's the thing that from gun i feel like we didn't get as much before but i feel like him having to sit down for as long as he did he sat there and he had a lot of time to think a lot of time to actually write and that's why there's more like actual depth in this album than there is i agree i would put that would i would put that song i mean that album in album of the year as well i think gunna had one of the better albums in rap of the year and i don't want it to make it seem like i'm sliding i just want to rock because my my prediction a couple years ago was like like stuff was repeating itself so like in the 20s um in the 1920s that's when we started to see like the depression and stuff like that but that's when we saw like they called it the roaring 20s that's when they had banned alcohol and that's when there was just like a bunch of crazy shit going on there was a lot of dancing and stuff like that like if you look back at history and i thought this and i was like we're gonna see something not the exact same thing but something similar and i thought i just want to rock was sending us into that dance stage and i was hyped for it i love the song but i just don't like to put that next to uh scientists and engineers Made me kind of mad. I have a, you know what it is? I just have a whole gripe with this entire section. Barbie World by Nicki Minaj. How was that nominated? How was that nominated? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then the other gripe I had, Rich Flex isn't even the best song on the album. It's not even the best song on the album and it got nominated, which sort of made me, it's like, they. I feel like they just like, they're just trying to like, oh, I guess, you know, they're just throwing stuff out there. Which pisses me off. So I don't know. I don't even think it's an I guess. To me, it more so seems like we're going to pick the biggest songs that came out this year, which doesn't make sense still because Gunna had one of the biggest songs of the year. But I don't know. I feel like they're kind of just going off of face and instead of like actual quality of music. But that's how it's been for a while now. Like they've been doing that. Like, yeah. And then, um, I'll quickly. I had like for best rap album. I looked at the list and I was like, Utopia. I looked at the list. I didn't like the list, but then I went back and tried to think what I would put on the list other than this, other than these albums. And I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything in terms of just rap projects outside of Gunna's that I was like, okay, I would put that in there for this. You know what I'm saying? Did you have anything? I mean, I didn't even see what got nominated. I can give it to you real quick. Um, Her Loss by Drake and 21 Savage. Michael by Killer Mike. Mm -hmm. Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin. King's Disease 3 by Nas. And then Utopia by Travis Scott. I actually feel like that's a pretty good list based off of what dropped. Yeah. I I don't even know. Uh, You you might be right. I don't know if I could really replace anything besides, like, yeah, that Gunna album. I mean, Key Glock had a good album, but he's not going to get nominated for no Grammy. Um, Yeah. Like there maybe like a couple of people I can't think of any off the top of my head where I'm sitting here like, yeah, this is this album was way better. Maybe like the Black Project, like didn't that didn't that come out this year? Or was that last year? That got that got nominated for uh I think Best Progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it got nominated for Best Progressive R and B album. But I, it's not gonna win. It's not gonna win. It's up against that that category is actually interesting. It's um Best Pro 
best progressive R and B album. You have uh, "Since I Have a Lover" by Black, the Love album "Off the Grid" by Diddy, Nova by Terrace Martin and James Fauntleroy, uh, "The Asia Pleasure" with Janelle Monae, and mm. then "SOS" by SZA. She mm. Black Black's not winning. Black's not nah, winning that. But nah, uh, he's, he's not winning that, bro. Um, yeah. Other than that, like I don't even know. Like the I was happy to see like other people nominated. If we're being honest, like. Uh, Asha K got nominated for I'm a Piano um, with, with Olamide. And I love that song. That song, and that wasn't even one of the biggest songs on the project, even though it was the lead single. But it's one of my favorite uh, Asha K songs. Um, I think he's, he's, he's next. Him, him and Rema, they're like, they're next. It's so dope to see that, though. Like, I sent you that picture yesterday or the video of Gunna and Asha K. They had a, uh, they're together. I don't know what they plan to do. I don't know about that, what they about to do, but I think the song is gonna be fire. Whatever it is, yeah. No, I I did send you that um gun out like Afrobeat song. I told you he's trying to make that switch. I could definitely see him like the way his um his flow is like super. I don't even know how to describe his flow, bro. It's just super smooth. I feel like he could fit on those types of beats because there's a lot of beats where his voice even would fit. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think uh, hopefully gonna. I don't, I don't know. Gonna, gonna, he's him. Ashake is him. I'm excited for the music. But outside of that, the Grammys, um, we're tired of award shows. I'm, I'm tired of award shows. I don't, I'm not going to tell you who I think is going to win any of these categories because I don't care. I don't care. That doesn't even matter, bro. So let's get into new music. There's so much. There's actually a lot on here, and there's some stuff not on here that uh, I do want to briefly mention. But on this list, what was the first thing you ran to? What were your favorites? Like, what did you get into this weekend? The first thing I ran to was probably the Jack Harlow song, just because I kept hearing it on TikTok and on Instagram, and like the beat was just like insane to me. Like, yeah. I, it was one of the best beats I've heard come out this year, and I feel like Jack Harlow is good for one of those. He's been good for one of those since he came out, but I think that's the first one I really ran to. And I also want to say I think Jack Harlow is like a master marketer because. The song was good, but it wasn't like once you got past that first little part, I feel like the verse was kind of just like he could have gone way, gone way crazier on that verse than he did. Yeah, it was like just alright. Yeah, like yeah. Um. Oh, briefly, I did. That was that was one rap album. I would have nominated Jack Man for rap album of the year. I would have. Oh done yeah, that. yeah. I, could I forgot about that. that. I yeah, but that. I like the I like the song too. Loving on me, I enjoyed it. That was probably. I won't say it was my favorite single, um, but it was one. It was definitely a good song. I think um, coming off of Jack Man, pause. Coming off of Jack Man, I think that the uh, he needed to get back in his little poppy bag. So it was like, all right, I get it. But it was a good song. It was it was solid. You're right. He's a good marketer. What else did you listen to? I want to talk about Lola Brooke because I, bro, Lola Brooke is one of those artists that I first heard her on that joe button podcast episode like they played her like the don't play with it song when that blew up and i wasn't really she's she's big on like tiktok she's a big face and i feel like she's right. a real personality but then i came and listened to this album and i heard one of the first songs came on i think the first one i actually clicked on was the one with coyla ray and i heard her come on and i was like bro is this pop smoke like i was like it's like her voice the way she was rapping deep as hell was i was like this is crazy but then you actually get into some of the other beats that are like i think she um she uh oh my god sampled uh don't be greedy by dmx that's what it sounded like to me on one of those songs but um just some of the beats on here and then her verses to match on here were crazy. And I just feel like she was really, she was getting her shit off on this album. Like, I will definitely say that. Okay. I'm, I definitely got to check it out. I didn't, I listened to like one or two songs and I didn't, there's like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's so much. I wasn't able yeah. to get through the whole project, but I want to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree with you. She has that, like her voice is just so deep. It's, it's, it's just like Pop Smoke. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. It is like pop smoke in that way. So I'm glad to hear that you like some of the songs on here, and I'll definitely give it a listen this week. Um, anything else? Did you listen to Chris Brown or Larry June? Did you get to either of those? I did get into Larry June a little bit, and Chris Brown. I listened to almost all of that album. The Larry June, I didn't get into as much. I listened to a couple songs. You know, Larry, I'm 
it's always going to be high quality, smooth music. I like to call like with him and sometimes even like West Side Gun, I like to call what they do like luxury rap. Like it sounds like the highest quality of like rap music and it, it's still in the roots of it though. Like that's like hip hop. If we're going to say all oh, best hip hop albums of the year, I might even throw Larry June in there. Like obviously a lot of people aren't going to be talking about Larry June. He's not up there yet, but he had one of the better rap like projects of the year with Alchemist. Like for yeah. sure. Yeah, I um, what I will say about that project, the project was called um, the Midnight Shift. Wait, the Night Shift. Mm-hmm. Um, the producer is Cardo, and Cardo. I don't know if you know a lot of the songs he's produced. He produced a lot of stuff for a lot of people. He produced Laugh Now, Cry Later for Drake, uh-huh. uh, Drake and Lil Durk, Big Shot, Kendrick Lamar, God's Plan, Drake, um, God by Kendrick Lamar, Goosebumps, Travis Scott. Uh, that part, Schoolboy Q, 100 The Game, uh, Seeing It All, Jeezy and Jay-Z. So he has, like, he's known for, like, he's a big hip-hop producer. And I enjoy a lot of those songs, as most people do. Mm-hmm. But when these two get together, they have, like, a very, it's a very West Coast sound, bro. And, like, I'm not, I'm not anti that type of production, but it's just not something I go back to. Because they have a they have another project together that they did, yeah. I think two years ago or a year ago, and I didn't particularly enjoy that one in like the list of Larry June's discography. You know what I'm saying? Like just that type of production doesn't like grab me. So it's like it's not bad. There's songs on here I enjoyed, like the Two Chains record I liked, but compared to the Alchemist project, I didn't like this one as much. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad it's not a bad album, but I didn't like it as much as the last one. Yeah, I feel like. Um that West Coast sound is kind of hard to get into depending on the person. Like, I feel like the two people where it never misses for me personally is um, YG and Blast. Like, those two, when yeah. I hear it from them, I always want to hear it. But um, there's some other people. Like, I am the biggest proponent of, like, I do not like E-40. Like, I think E-40 is one of the most- You don't like E-40? I do not like E-40. Maybe it's his voice. Maybe it's the, the thing. I don't know. I don't like E-40, bro. Like, I just think he is- I might even get killed for this by the old heads, but like I think he is one of the most overrated rappers of all time. Like honestly, that's crazy. I don't think I just personally don't think he has like like he has good songs. He's been good feature, been on good features. Like I don't fuck with you. One of my favorite songs ever, bro. Ever, bro. But no, I'm just not a big E40 fan. Yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. I definitely. Uh, I know Lil Russell does that type of sound sometimes, and like he's had a couple projects where he did that. I didn't like him, so I hear I hear what you're saying, bro. I hear what you're saying, but I will give Larry June the product a full listen for sure. He has some interesting features on there, um, some features I wasn't expecting. If I'm being honest, uh, I'm gonna run through some of them. Uh, the album was 17 songs, it's 52 minutes long. Uh, in terms of features, he had Two Chains, Dej Loaf, Schoolboy Q, Alchemist was on here rapping, which was interesting. Blast, Too Short, Jordan Ward, who is somebody I haven't been able to get into all the way, but everybody is talking good about him. So I'm interested to hear that song. And then Payroll, Giovanni, and somebody named Alamin. So it's, it's dope to see as an independent artist, him being able to get like, like that's a pretty good list of people. Like I don't see Schoolboy Q do many features outside of Top Dog. So that was cool to see. I definitely got a. I didn't hear that Dej Loaf song. I want to hear that. I feel like Dej Loaf will pop out with a good verse every now and then, bro. Yeah. Where is Dej Loaf, bro? Where is she? They're chilling, bro. She probably, I think she made so much money off of Try Me, bro. Like, she, she's still making money off that. I hear that outside all the time, bro. Chris Brown, 11 11. Um, what did you think of it? Did you listen to it? How did you like it? Um, I listen to it in spots and I think I need to listen to it like the whole way through to hear how it's really sequenced, but I ran the certain stuff first and then, um, I'm a big, like, if that name of the song is interesting, I'll click on it. Cause I want to hear what it sounds like based off the name. Um, but I went through it and obviously with some of the singles he released, I think you were expecting more of an Afrobeats kind of project. Yeah. And to me, it felt like it had some of that thrown in there, but it wasn't like, that's not what it was, but it was a good project. That's the thing. Uh, either way, it was a really good yeah. Chris Brown project. It's probably one of the ones that, one of the better ones I've heard from him in, a, in the past couple of years. And I think since um, Call Me Every Day, he's really been on a run of like 
quality music, bro. Like I, I remember when we I put that up on the page, call me every day, and that's yeah, that song was crazy. But it was a quality album. Good album. I agree I agree with you. Um I'm tired of artists doing this to me. I'm tired of artists doing this to me. First, I said, yo, Travis Scott, Afrobeats album. And then I look crazy. And then I was like, oh, Chris Brown. I think, and I'm going to say, I think Chris Brown is the only artist, the only American artist, I would say, go full Afrobeats. Go full Afro. Do like a 10 song. Do a seven song EP. Just do it. Like You're the only one where I'd be like, because I thought this was going to be it. I thought this was going to be it. You lead with. You lead with the Davido and Lo J track, which is fire. Then you go to the Byron Messiah track, which is fire. I'm like, bro, just just go all the way. Just go all the way. But regardless, I agree with you. I do think this is a good project. I want to listen to it more, top to bottom. Um, but I did like it a lot. I think uh, Friday's a good feature artist. Friday's he's entering that uh, that blast bag for me. They don't sound the same, but in terms of like what they do they they do the hooks and they they're good for a good bridge every now and then i like that so i'm definitely interested to i'm definitely going to get more into this project this one probably more than any of the other ones if i'm being honest um and then there's two projects we have on here that i didn't listen to i'm gonna be honest but kodak black when i was dead um i just do want to note that this is his first project off of atlantic records he's on uh, universal um, Capital Records, which is interesting, still one of the big three. But if you saw that um, the the Drink Champs freestyle he had, he said Ti and Big, uh, um, what was it? Ti and somebody else was trying to get him off of Atlantic, and he's off of Atlantic. Did you listen to this at all? What do you think of him changing record labels? Do you have any thoughts on this? I thought it was worth noting. Um, I did listen to some of this. Um, I always, I feel like Kodak has been putting out good projects since 2022, except for the, um, pills and I was, I think pills and hearts or something like that. Like it was the album where he was wearing pink on the front, but that's probably the only project. Pistols and Pearls. Really yeah. Pistols and Pearls. Yeah. But, um, he, that's probably the only project from him I really haven't liked in the past couple of years. Like he's been putting out pretty quality rap and I just feel like outside of that, I personally be worried about Kodak. Like he's always been super hard to understand. He's always kind of like had this like different way he talked. Like and even being around some of the people in Florida, like some of them do just kind of talk off, and you gotta it takes you a second to understand yeah. what they're saying. But I genuinely think that he's one of those artists that lean too much into the drug thing, and he actually was is like on it crazy. Like I even it, it's hard for me to listen to stuff like that now sometimes just because it's not like positive content in my opinion it's feeding the wrong thing to the people who are listening to it like i feel like i young boy dropped the project too i didn't listen to it because the first thing he said yeah. on the album he was talking about something with k2 and i was like okay i'm good i don't want to listen to it. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not putting this on no more because i just feel like listening to that stuff you start to think about that stuff and that stuff manifests when you listen to certain types of music but there was good music on here i did listen to some of it but i think i'll have more next week because it'll it'll come back up i feel like kodak i kind of it takes me a while to get through his stuff but yeah i agree with you i think i saw an interesting clip with uh joe budden talking about like and this comes up every year or two years and i've been a big proponent of like listening to alternative types of music for that same reason like we've talked on here about like dirk and young boy and like how i they're clearly good at what they do, but I just can't listen to what they're talking about. Um, that Kodak, I I thought about that Kodak freestyle for like three days, bro, because it reminded me, it's a moment in hip hop where it reminded me of like, when I talked about DJ Academics like a year ago or something like that, I made a video on him and it was like, people hate DJ Academics, but he's like prominent and big. And the question is why? And it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like in music, especially black culture and hip hop, when things like arise and become popular or waves in that point, you have to ask why. You have to ask why they are that. And you know what I mean? Like Kodak being popular and a proponent of drugs, it's like, I think like a lot of these people are a reflection of the community that they're serving. You know what I'm saying? Like DJ Academics is a, he is a reflection of the people that have similar or the same ideologies as him. And I don't agree with the majority of things he says, but you have to think about like, why is he popular? People are agreeing with what he says to an extent. So it's like, you have to, you have to address that in some way. And I do 
think that Kodak is in this a similar situation. And the clip I saw from Joe Budden was him on another podcast talking about like how if they want to if they want to cancel you or they want to put the kibosh on what you're doing, they will. If they don't want to hear what you're saying, they will do that. And so you have, and I'll, this is where I end it. But you have to ask why these people are being uh, promoted in that way. Like, why are they? Yeah. Why are they so? Like, why is their message so large and only our community type of shit? And um, while I do think it is definitely something we steer away from, Kodak is like, like that freestyle was so powerful to me, bro. It was. It's in the same way I said that Cobra song by Meg was hip hop. Like that was hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. just truth and brutal honesty, for better or worse. And that's that. That's a theme I'm I'm seeing come up in a lot of the stuff I'm writing about just black altogether, for better or worse. This is just like where we're at. This is this is us, and it's crazy to see it. But he's a great rapper. I wanna I wanna listen to this. I wanna see how it goes. But yeah, I haven't listened to it. Saint Michael by Trippy Red. I. I'm not gonna lie. The last trippy red project that I thoroughly enjoyed was uh, I'm I'm gonna find it. It was uh, what is this? Life's a trip, and that was five years ago. So I didn't even look at this one, but I did see he had a song on there called uh, called Seven A.M. in Ohio, and people were clowning it because they were like, he thought he was Drake. Did you listen to this? <laughs> what did you think of it? Um, I just put it on there because I kind of have had the same issue with Trippy Red for the um past couple of years. Like, there hasn't been a lot of full albums from him where I was sitting there like, I really messed with this. Like, I feel like Trip at Night I personally liked, but Life's a Trip was probably the last one where I was like, this full album, I'm really messing with this. But this one, it was an EP, and I felt like it was more in the vein of Life's a Trip and kind of like those Can You Rap Like Me songs like i feel like it was more in the vein of that and it was crazy dude all of both of them are like one part one and part two are crazy but like i yeah. feel like he was more so rapping on here there was chiller vibes on here it wasn't like there was only really one song on there where it came on i heard the little uh, like the little haha the little real rock thing and i was like i'm good I'm, i was yeah. like i'll skip this one and then it went to the next one and it was back to the the same vibe but i feel like like I said, it's more in that vein of life's a trip, and that's kind of why I put it on here because it was something that I checked out because I was just scrolling, and I saw it, and I wasn't expecting to see that. But I would definitely say go check out okay. that trippy right album. Yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'll give it a listen. If you say it's good, I'll give it a listen. Um, but other than that, it was like I said, it was a lot of music we got through this week. Um, there were two singles, well, three singles I want to mention quickly: Omale, Holy Ghost. Um, Omale is one of my favorite Afrobeats artist period he put boy alone out last year and that's one of my favorite albums in me recent memory like i listen to that one just as much as i listen to uh more love less ego by Wizkid. maybe more you know what i'm saying he's one of those art he's not gonna sit here and he's not gonna be in your face all the time where he's not gonna be putting my music all the time so he'll go ghost and he doesn't post on socials he doesn't really do content like that he's been doing a couple interviews so i know he's got an album coming out but he did this. Uh, he did. He debuted this at a concert, and so I do think he has a project coming out. I like the song. It's not nothing crazy, but the thing I know I knew about Boy Alone was that um, my favorite songs on it now were not my favorite songs when I heard it first. It's one of those things where he's an album artist. He's an album artist. He's making a complete body of work, and so I'm not gonna judge it too much on what I heard so far. I feel like the project's gonna be fire, but song was solid. Um, and then Black Sheriff, this is probably one of my favorite Black Sheriff singles he's put out in just period. I like it a lot. It's called Oh No. Um, it came out in the middle of the week and I really liked it. Um, I'm excited. This, when I was saying the last time he dropped was he's trying to find his sound. And I like this one, this, this song is like, he's very melodic throughout, but he can rap for real. Like his voice is just very unique. And so I hope he stays in this lane. If he's really some more music, we'll see, but I enjoyed that single. And then I had one more song I wanted you to hear live. And I just heard it 20 minutes before we started recording. So I want to play a bit of it for you. Oye, dímelo. Aquí está lo duro. Lo que quieren fuego. Aquí está el smoke. Bow, bow. 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 Aquí 
Hey, that L Alpha drop, boy. L Alpha dropped his album. And I want to say, whoever, yo, whoever, a whole album. And remember, we talked, he signed the deal a couple weeks ago. And I think that's yeah. why he was holding the album for the deal. Whoever's over at Spotify, y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up. I didn't get any notifications, any messages about this. And he wasn't on the new music Latin playlist. Mm. He wasn't on my new release playlist. This is a problem. This is a problem. It might be because he's independent. He's completely independent. Like we said, he's working with an outside party. That might be why. But whoever's over there, y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up. Because this project is fire. Um, that single, that's uh, Akita da Smoke, El Alpha, Pop Smoke, and Junior H. I'm interested to know if they recorded this prior. I think they might have recorded this before he he passed away because that sounds crazy. And um, I haven't talked about it on here, but Pop Smoke is Panamanian. And he was one of those, like at, right before the thing happened, I'm not going to talk about him passing, but like right before the thing happened, he was, uh, you could see him getting into different types of music with different artists, like him playing Burna Boy or connecting with Burna Boy for a bit some Panamanian artists, you know what I'm saying? So like, it wouldn't surprise me if he actually recorded this, like they had connected and he recorded this for him. You know what I'm saying? Not like how they just have like a whole hard drive of stuff from an artist, but I'm excited for this project. Um, it's 20 songs, an hour and 10 minutes long. The features are Pasmo, Junior H, Rick Ross, uh, BZRD, Peso Pluma, Noriel, Bryant Myers, De La Ghetto, Domba Montana, um, and some other artists, I'm not really aware of who these people are. It's a lot of it's a lot of people on here. I don't know Lil John, um, Yandel. So I'm excited for this. I, I I love Lil Alpha. So this was a complete surprise to me, and the fact that I didn't know until we were about to record kind of disappointed me. But I'm excited we got the music. I'm definitely gonna check this out, and I agree with you on that pop smoke thing. Like what I was thinking when I was listening to the song was like, bro, it's so sad how how that happened just because he was really getting to that point where he was switching his sound. He was transitioning from that, the New York drill sound a little bit. He was trying some new stuff. And even to hear him on that, like, I feel like he really fit on it. Like, and the fact that he's yes. kind of in now, that doesn't surprise me. Like, I didn't even know that, but that doesn't surprise me. Like, mm. yeah, it was fire. It was, it was dope. Um, other, other than that, I didn't really have much else to talk about this week. Um, do you have anything you want to add? Any topics you want to touch on briefly? Um, uh, no, I, I don't really have anything like okay. music business wise or news wise. I guess. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see much uh, out there this week. I got some. Um, I got some new segments. I want to start trying out on on the pod next mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Uh, people have been submitting a lot of music, so I want to like do like live reactions on here potentially and see how that goes. Um, but. For this week, I think we're good. Mm -hmm. Do you have a song you want to share with the people before we go? Uh, yeah, I actually do. So when the winter comes, even though it's not cold down here, I get more into my R&B bag. So I started listening to the Fabo Project again, the one that came out, him with the braids. And um, the song I'm coming with this week is called Polaris. Um, I was really messing with the vibe of this song. And like I said, I'm probably going to be like... Um, not requesting, but showing you guys R&B music for them until probably February, just because that's what I'm going to be listening to. So definitely go listen to Polaris by Fabo. For sure. That project was good. So, so Aquarius, I, I remember I listened to that. Um, I don't know when I was listening to that, but I remember liking a lot. There's a lot of songs in that project that I enjoy. Um, the song I have for y'all this week is uh charge it remix featuring smino 
there's a, a rapper in the UK. Her name is Annie. She's gonna she's good for a remix, bro. The Pang Black Girls remix with Georgia Smith, that was what went viral a little while ago. It was like a year or two ago. Um, that song was fire. She just did another remix a couple weeks ago. You never miss you never visit me. Uh, she did that with Wale and Masego. Um, she's really dope. And um Smino's uh verse on here is really dope. I can I actually have it on my laptop. I can give you a bit of it real quick. Um let me see. Oh wait, no, I don't. I didn't download it. Forget that. I cannot give y'all. Y'all gotta go check it out. Y'all gotta go to DSPs and listen to it. I don't gotta go. <laughs> um that's it this week. And uh, I thought this was a good episode. Uh anything you want to leave the folks with in episode 31. Um yeah, I mean, actually I was thinking about this today when I was in the gym. Um, especially when you're young, don't sit there and waste your energy sitting on a couch, like not building something for your life, like really grinding towards something. Cause there's nothing better than just knowing like you have a vision and a goal going in one direction and it gives you a reason to wake up every day. And I feel like that's just something I would want to leave the people with, like get on your grind, stay on your grind and just keep going forward one step at a time. Um, I just want to let people know I put I put this on I put this on my resume. I put this on my resume. Podcast producer, podcast host. I think you should put some of that on your resume because when I was really putting that together, like to think about like, bro, we I feel like we just now got into a rhythm of like knowing what to do and how to do it and like being yeah. proficient enough to get out the full project product. Mo- a lot of people don't know how to do that, bro. And like for us to be like, we're now at a point where it's almost, it's not seamless. There's still bumps. There's going to be bumps every week. But I feel like we're actually getting good at this. And so I put a lot of that stuff on my resume because in a lot of different job capacities, what we're doing here is needed and it's useful. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want to say like, we're taking this serious. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something we're taking serious. And I think that's pretty cool. Like the fact that I feel I feel confident enough in what we're doing to put it on my resume. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. Um, we will see y'all next week. You know what I'm saying? This is, yo, this is, we're getting a lo- little bit longer episode. I kind of like it. You know what I'm saying? I like switching it up. Y'all, we keep y'all on your toes. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? <laughs> but we'll see y'all next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.